we started last week with his spirit in me amen by the grace of god we'll continue the topic today i want you to open your ears and your hearts and receive the word of god with full what concentration don't look at anybody you have a lot of things to learn amen are you ready yeah today we are going to be starting from the book of ezekiel chapter 36 Ezekiel 36. Our topic is His Spirit in Me. Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. It says, A new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the, st- the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. Verse 27 says, And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes. Amen. This I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgment and do them. Amen. Ezekiel 36, verse 26. Amen. So let's break it down. Let's start from verse 26. It says, A new heart also will I give you. Follow me. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. Did you see that word? Spirit. I will put a new spirit within you. Hallelujah. So where is the spirit? Huh? Within you. Amen. Hallelujah. So the spirit is where? Within you. Now look at verse 27. It says, And I will put my spirit, my spirit. Hallelujah. That is the spirit of who? Of God, I will put my spirit within you and cause you, he says, and cause you to walk in my statutes. Amen. Now, his spirit in you causes you to walk in his ways. When he says statutes, it means what? His ways. Amen. So, who is the person who is going to live the holy life, the righteous life? Who is the person? Can you do it on your own? No. The Bible says that God would cause you. Do you see that? God would cause you to what? To obey Him. So you obeying God is not by your own. It's not of your own. He said, I will cause you. Do you see that? So God will make it what? Happen. So oftentimes, many people, they try, try, try. So they always complain that sin, 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 sin. I'm always sin, I'm always sin, I'm always sin. I want to stop, 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 stop. They try to do it on their own. Amen. But God says, I will cause you, hallelujah, to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgment and do what? Then, this is the new creation in Christ. The people that have his spirit that he's talking about. Amen. Those people who have what? His spirit in them. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, let's continue. John. John chapter 1. 
Mind you, we are looking at the spirit in me. We are continuing from last week. John chapter 1, verse 5. Let's start from verse 4. From verse 4. It says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Now go to John 14. Verse 6. Are you there? John 14 verse 6. It says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the, the life. Amen. It says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, John chapter 1 made us understand that the life was in him. But he declares that he is the what? The life. Amen. Jesus is the life. When we were learning last week concerning um, the spirit of man, we said, when God breathed into man, what did God breathe into man? Huh? What did God breathe into man? His spirit. So, the spirit of man was in man. So, and the spirit of man is the what? The life of what? Huh? The spirit of man is the life of who? Jesus or man? The spirit of man. When God breathed into man, that spirit is what? So that spirit of man is the life of man. Now, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, what life is he talking about? Is it the life of man or the life of God? So you see, Jesus is the word, the life of God. Did you see that? Jesus is the life of God, the very life of God. When people say, I have Jesus inside of me, most of the time, they don't understand what they are saying. They say, oh, Jesus is in me. What does it mean? The life of God. You get it. The life of God is in you. Do you see that? Okay. Now, come down. Follow me. Let's go. Today, you are going to learn. Come to verse 2. Chapter 14, verse 2. Are you there? Are you there? It says, In my father's house are many mansions. So when you read that statement very well, you say, Ah, how can there be mansions in the house? Amen. This is a house. This is a house. Do we have mansions in this house? Huh? Mansions, so not just one. Mansions. So do we have mansions in the house? No. What do we have in the house? Rooms. You get it? So when you go to the original Greek, it's not mansions, it is rooms. You get it? So when you say, in my father's house are many mansions, no. 
not correct amen but what rooms many dwelling places you get it okay in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i want you to be very very um focused and listen to me very very well i want to show you something it says if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you okay it says and if I go and prepare a place for you, some people think that when they say I am going to prepare a place for you, they think that it's talking about going to heaven to prepare a place. Jesus is not saying that I am going to build rooms or house for you. No. The God who said, Let there be light. The Lord who called forth animals. Who said, Let trees come. How can he stay there and he's going to build house? <laughs> in heaven, you go and take block and put roof and build them. No, this is physical because of our thinking. Amen. You get it. You don't need any house there. Someone say that me as for me, I will have a big house, a big mansion in heaven, a great mansion in heaven. Why are you deceiving? You don't need you all those machines for Amen. going to prepare a place. So, that means Jesus Christ will be building by now because somebody is being saved. Somebody will be saved tomorrow. So, the moment you are saved or, you, or, the, or, the, or, the, or the moment you become born again, Jesus will start building your house for you. Is that what he's saying? No. Amen. You will see. That is why when you are reading your Bible, it's good for you to read down. You get me? So many people they are singing it in my father's house. There are many mansions there. They are thinking about heaven. There are many mansions for me in heaven. And I, I am going to, I know that one day when I die, I will go to my house in heaven. <laughs> Your mansion. Okay. So let's I'm going to explain as we move forward. Now, take note of it says, look at verse 3. It says, And if I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Amen. Now, John 14 was before the death of Jesus. When Jesus was about to what? To die. You get me? Now, okay. You know, Jesus was talking to them and they were sad. They felt sad because Jesus said he was going. Jesus said, I will go. They said, Thomas said, where are you going? You get it? Where are you going? Peter said, no. You, you, you will not die. You will not die. But Jesus said, I am going. Now, where, where did Jesus go when he died? When he died, where did he go? After the cross was buried, where did he go? Hell. You get it? Jesus did not go to heaven immediately he died. He went to hell. You get me? He went to hell. Because whenever a sinner dies, Jesus died as a sinner because of our sin that was on him. Do you understand? Jesus died as a sinner because of our sin that was on him. So he died, and every sinner, when he dies, must go where? To hell. Now, the moment he died, 
the debt for sin has been what? Paid. The wages of sin is what? Death. So the moment he died, he has paid the price. So after he died, was he still a sinner? No, he has now become what? Free. Because he has paid the debt of what? Of sin. Now, when he went to hell, do you know what happened? He went to hell not as a sinner, as a righteous man. You get it? So it is not possible for a righteous man to stay where? In hell. So the hell could not keep him. Any sinner that died remained where? In hell. But Jesus was not, the hell could not stop him. Why? Because he is not a what? A sinner. He is a righteous man. Amen. So when you read Psalm, it says, Lift up your heads, O you gate, and be lifted up, that the King of glory may come. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Talking about what happened in hell. You have never seen any man, any righteous man in hell before. Amen. No righteous man has ever come to hell before. So Jesus went to hell, defeated hell, took the key of hell. Hallelujah. He took the key of hell. That would be a topic for another day, not today. But I just want to answer your question. He took the key of hell and he holds the key of what? Of hell. And after that, he resurrected. Before he resurrected, he dealt with the devil. Opened the prison doors. You know how kept some people in prison. Some people think that um, John the Baptist, Abraham, they were all there in hell. What happened? He opened the prison door and what? Set them free. Amen. And the Bible says, he led captivity what? Captive. So Jesus rose from the dead. Not alone. We are going to see that angrily. Not today. Amen. Now, I am going to be a place. Now, after he died and resurrected, he met who? Mary. You remember that? You remember that? Yeah. He met Mary. And he said, Do not what? Touch me. Now, according to you, when you read it, it says, Do not touch me. That is why it's good to study Greek. When you study the Greek, it says, Do not hold me further. Do not continue to hold me. Okay. What about Thomas? Thomas didn't touch the hand of Jesus. So some people think that Jesus was saying that, do not touch me. So when, if you touch him, you have destroyed the whole thing. Do you see that? But that was not what Jesus was saying. He was saying that, do not what? Hold me what? Further. Because when Mary saw him, held him. And Jesus said, go and tell your brothers that they should meet me at the place where I have told them to meet me. So they all came there to meet him. And just like told them that I am going. And I will come back again. Amen. So Jesus went to heaven where? With his what? Body, spirit, and so everything. He left. And he went to heaven. When he went to heaven, what did he go? What did he go and do at heaven? What did you do there? We have learned it before a long time. Yeah, that is true. Now, some people think that the blood of Jesus was shed on the cross. <laughs> you saw Jesus on the cross, his blood on the cross. The blood. You think that, oh, on the cross, blood, everything is on the cross. Hey. The mercy seats, these teachings are too deep. Amen. Not for today, but I'm just, I just want to um, 
Jesus went to heaven to shed his blood. What is the blood? The spirit of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The people are shouting every day. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Against you. And uh, it's not the liquid. And uh, anointing oil. No. The blood of Jesus is the spirit of Jesus. So when we read Revelation chapter 4, he said, And I saw a lamb on the throne that has been what? Slain. Do you remember that? Revelation chapter 4. I saw a lamb on the throne which has been what? Slain. So where was where was the blood of Jesus? Where? In heaven. Oh, dig on that next time. Amen. So now, he went to heaven. And now, do you know what he did? On our behalf, our sins have been what? Washed. Everything. Because of what? His blood that has been what? Shed. Do you get me? So now, what was he doing? He's preparing a place. Now, do you know something? The Bible says something. It says, your body is what? The temple of what? The Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple where God what? Lives. Amen. Do you get it? You are the place. Amen. You are the what? The place. Now, the moment Jesus Christ went to heaven, he said, I will send the Holy Spirit. Where was it that Jesus Christ must go before the Holy Spirit must come? Why? Because as long as he has not gone, the blood has not been what? Shed. Do you get it? Do you get it? As long as he remains on this earth, and he cannot come and live inside of you. Do you see that? Jesus cannot come and live inside of you. Are you learning something? As long as he's on this earth, because you cannot receive him. You are still a sinner. You cannot receive him. You are still a sinner. As long as Jesus Christ remains on this earth. But the moment he shed his blood in heaven, what happened? Your sins have been what? Forgiven. So Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says, In whom we have the what? The redemption of sin. The forgiveness of sin. Amen. Amen. So through Jesus, we have the what? The forgiveness of sin. Because he said, Where? Was it here? We'll learn that. Why was it that it was not here? We'll learn that. Do you get it? In heaven. Do you get it? Now, do you know that it was after that event that the Holy Spirit descended and came to live inside of man for the first time? God came to live inside of man for the first time. So, what Jesus was saying was not to take you to heaven was to prepare a place where he will what? Come to what? Stay. Now, I've, I've done a good job, but not very good. Because this is not my topic for today. But I just want to make you understand something. Um, now, come down to verse... Please, listen very well. Verse 16. Are you there? Now, Jesus Christ is still talking to them. Huh? Jesus is still talking to them. He says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. Are you ready? 
that he may abide with you for ever. The Holy Spirit, he would stay with you for ever. That is verse 16. Then look at verse 17. It says, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in the Spirit shall be where. So when the was saying, I will go and prepare a place. Let's go back to verse 3 and something. Verse 3, are you there? Now, you're about to understand everything. It says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Did he come again? Yes. After he went to heaven, he came back again as what? Well, the Holy Spirit. Do you see that? I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. That where I am, there you may be what? Also. Do you see that? Do you see that? So now, uh-oh. when we read, he said that he shall be in you. So where is that now? So where he is, I will be there also. So I am going to prepare a place. You are the what? The place. I am the what? The room. Hallelujah. I am the what? The temple. I am the house of Jesus. Hallelujah. So he has come to live inside of me. You see that? That where he is, I am there. Hallelujah. So I don't say, oh Lord Jesus, come and live inside my heart. Oh Lord Jesus, come, come, oh. Those songs, you don't sing them anymore. You don't think there is something that makes me come into your presence because you are already in his what? Presence. He says, here you are, here. Here he is, here you will be also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, where is the place? You. Hallelujah. Do you see that? So, we are talking about his spirit in. Hallelujah. His spirit where? Okay, I think. So the position of the believer and Jesus is the same. The believer and Jesus, they are one place. Do you see that? Okay. When you read... Let's stay at John 14. I want to still show you something. Come to verse 20. Come to verse 20. It says, And that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, my Father, and you in me, and I in you. It says, And that day, now which day was he talking about? What do you think? Hmm? Yeah, after he died and resurrected and came back to the world. Yeah. So now he says, At that day you shall know that I am in my father. Now, mark the word. He says, That day you shall know. The word know there is ginosko in the Greek. It means you will learn to know that I have come to stay in you. Hallelujah. So this is the day we are coming to. As we are learning to know that he has come to live inside of us. 
Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Apostle Paul is saying, Greater, greater is this that is in you. Hallelujah. So, now what is in you? The life of God, the Spirit of God. Do you see that? Do you see that? He says, At that day, you shall know. You will learn, Ginosko. You learn to know that I am in you. Hallelujah. So, without learning, you will not know these things. Do you see that? You can just be a Christian, Christian, and you are singing every day. Holy Spirit, come and live in me. Holy Spirit, I need you come and stay in me. What a song. Amen. You will never sing those songs again. Because you know that he is already where? In you. Now, some people think that after he comes and then he will go. Say, ah, what if I sin? I committed a sin. I've done something though. Hmm? And as a Christian, it's not good for you to sin. But if you sin, what happens? Does the Holy Spirit leave you? Why? But you sin. The Holy Spirit doesn't like sin. So, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave you. Okay, let's say he doesn't leave you. Now, why, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, look at verse 14. Sorry, verse 17. Okay, from verse 16. Let's start from verse 16. It says, Are you there? It says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. He may abide with you forever. Do you see that? Some people don't know what happens the day they become born again. The day you became born again, you became one with God. Your spirit and the spirit of God became what? One. That is what happened. Nothing would ever what? Separate you. What can separate me from the love of God? What? 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 Amen. So the day you became born again, your spirit became what? One with God. You are no longer an ordinary person. If any man be in Christ, he is a what? A new. Ah! Another type of, of, of being. Hallelujah. This is not an ordinary man. He is another type. Hallelujah. He is a new creature. God has come to live inside of him. So you see, what about when he sins? Jesus said, he will what? Be with you forever. Now, when we learn about the mercy seats, you come to understand why, why is it that he doesn't leave you again. Amen. You come to learn, he is our propitiation. The Greek word propitio. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that day you missed. So, by the grace of God, all these things we will learn it again. You get it? You will come to understand why is it that He cannot leave me when I when when I sin. Amen. So when you sin, He leaves you. Then what do you do again before He comes back? You go and pray. Now I have repented. I have repented. I have changed. Come back to me, and then He come back. Boom. 
and then in the evening after one hour after you have prayed somebody is there you say what well, then you go back and says oh i know you have left me i know you have left me but wherever you are please come back holy spirit come back okay then he said he's coming and then you you say that as i was praying god told me don't worry my son i have come and stay inside of you again don't sin again oh they said yes then you come you tell your friends hmm. when i was praying holy spirit came around me okay and then in the ninth maybe you are married and then your wife just insulted you again or your wife did not give you two me then they have given you two and then they give you one <laughs> trouble they hey <laughs> um Mamie Vero Wai. Oh, I'm fine. Let's see. Ah, and then Mama was gone. Trouble, trouble. Before you know, some men who don't have patience, go. Amen. You see, some men who don't have patience, go. And then when he finishes, he as he has started regretting what he has done, then he will go again. Do you know the first thing he will say now? The first thing he will say now, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, wash me, blood of Jesus, wash me, my company, blood of Jesus, wash me, oh, wash me, wash me. Now, Holy Spirit, I have decided. This one is the final one. I will never sin again. This one is the last one. Holy Spirit will say, hey, okay. Angel, like he's not serious. Let's go. <laughs> then <laughs> Holy Spirit come again. Then the next morning, you still remember what happened in the night. So in the morning, you are doing yourself cool, cool, gentle, gentle. When you woke up, you go to oh sorry for yesterday. Okay, no problem. Oh, are you okay? Are you happy? Are you fine? Oh, you are happy doing your reading your Bible, going out, and then as you are going, going, you enter the bus. And then you've given your the mate your money. You know the devil is there, right? You've given the, your mate your money. The mate said he has given you a change. He has not given you a change. This one, this is something. I'm getting more. The devil. What family? What family? Ah, ah. The mate said I have given. He has given to you. He has given to you. He has given to you. For you know, mate. What was that? I have been keeping quiet since. I'm not betraying my father. But he said yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. Ah, that's it. Then the mate will say, "What can you do, foolish man? We not you. The mate maybe is a small boy. You know, foolish man. What can you do? Then he was me foolish. Ah, me foolish. And the mate show an answer. Before you know, you have to go, 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 go. They are still fighting. And then when he finish, maybe just twenty pesos or thirty pesos. And then when he finish. Somebody say, "Oh, what? Yes, so." Then they gave you your money. Then you send this scam back. And then by that time, yes, then that you told Holy Spirit that you will not sin again. But now that you have sinned, you cannot talk again. So you just keep quiet. You say, 
It is not possible. Let me continue like that. There is no way I can live with it. Let me just be quiet and continue my thing. That is why a lot of people, they go to church and they drop out of church. That is why a lot of people, they think that serving, serving God is like a bondage. They think like serving God is, 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 is painful. You get it? But this is not the case. Hallelujah. He says, where you are, there I will be also. I will help you. I am your comforter. I will help you. Amen. I will help you to live righteously. I will help you to live a holy life. Amen. You just have to depend on me. You see? So, you don't do it on your own. You yourself cannot do it. So, some people will preach nonsense. When you hear them, tell them to stop. What do you mean? That the Holy Spirit leaves a believer. That means he will leave you a thousand times and come back a thousand times. You say, your name is in heaven. They will clean it. That means they will put a thousand angels there to be doing their job for you. The moment you lie, they clean your name from the book of life. You say, God, forgive me. They write your name again. You lie again. Do you think that God is a foolish God? No! God has done something. He says, for whosoever believeth in him shall not what? Perish. But receive what? Eternal, everlasting what? Life. What is that life? Jesus in me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How can I perish when I have him inside of me? Hallelujah. Do you see that? Do you see that? So, Ginosko, you will learn to know that he is in you. He is where? In you. Hallelujah. So, you are walking. You are moving. He said, I have the spirit of the living God inside of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, that has become your confession. Hallelujah. Amen. You wake up in the morning. You say, oh, so now, I have lied. I have lied. I have done what I am not supposed to do. Don't think that he left you. No. He did not leave you. Hallelujah. He did not leave you. So, what do you do? You say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because you are forgiving me of my sins. Thank you, Lord, because you already paid the price of my sins. Hallelujah. Is it not wonderful to live that way than to live in condemnation? Amen. You think that God is a God who is using hammer? Oh, my. Oh, my. So, who think that God is using a gun or a cutlass to look for them? So, God is looking for them. So, when you go to a lot of churches, that is what they preach. So the, the people are tired. Everybody, they are sad. Because why? They cannot do it. They cannot do it. Always they want to do it. They cannot. So the pastor will come again. God, I've told you people in this place not to sin. But you are still sinning. You are still sinning. Change of your sin. Repent of your sin. Every day. They are telling you that message. But one day, as you are reading your Bible, you found light. You found what? You found fotizo. You found what? Fotizo. Say fotizo. Now, fotizo is a Greek word of what? Of light. Amen. Of light. Fotizo. It means to lighten up. So, like this light was off. When it is off, everywhere is dark. So you cannot see. You cannot see. You do like this. But the moment you turn on the light, what happens? Now you can see. Is that not so? Now you can see everywhere. You can see everywhere. That is called photizo. Now, you have not seen it in the word of God. 
you have not yet have light. So you are still confused. But the day you see it, Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in what? In Christ Jesus. The day you see, say, Thank you, Lord, I am not condemned. Amen. So when you read John chapter 3, I am rounding up. John chapter 3, verse 17. John chapter 3. Verse 17. Are you there? Please listen very well. He said, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. God did not send Jesus into this world to condemn you or to condemn anybody. He says, but that the world might be what? Saved. When you read your Bible very well, you see that the only people who are condemning people were the Pharisees. The Pharisees. You listen to that. So, they chased a woman who was caught in adultery. Amen. A woman. They chased the woman up to Jesus. When they got to Jesus, Jesus said, Is there anyone of you who is without sin yet? Let him be the first to cast the, the first two. Amen. But Jesus, Jesus did not condemn her. Now, see what Jesus did. Look at what Jesus Christ did. Jesus gave them a command. They could not do it, so they all went. Now, Jesus said, Woman, your sins are what? Forgiven. Go and sin what? No more. First thing, grace. Go and sin no more. Grow. First thing, he has forgiven you. Grace. Send you grace. You get it? You do not condemn. You just say, ah, how can you do this? Somebody's husband, you better sleep with that. Why? Did he do that? No. So he did not come to condemn you. He came to show you grace, to show you love. To say, go and sin no more. He says, I'm forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Go and sin what? No more. Second thing was grow. So in Christianity, you have to understand the grace of God and spiritual maturity. You get it? People grow. Some people who are preaching, 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 preaching against people who do this, who do that, who do this, who do that. The day you gave your life to Jesus Christ, did you, did you become perfect? That day, you became perfect. No. So some people, when they repent, when they've given their life, sorry, when they receive Jesus, not give your life, you don't give your life, you receive. Hallelujah. You what? Receive. So when they received Jesus, did they become perfect? No. But it took time. Maybe somebody who is smoking, it will take time. You get me? Somebody who is doing something, it will take, he will struggle with it. But what? He will come out of it. Hallelujah. So that will be the joy. Hallelujah. You see that? So those kind of people now, somebody who is trying to stop to do something, you, you wake up and you condemn the person, you condemn the person, you, that person will never grow. Amen. To the person, your sins are forgiven. Go and what? Sin no more. Hallelujah. Amen. My last verse for today, and then we close. Um, it is a question. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, and then we close. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. 
Are you there? He says, Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now I'm going to use it in my own, in my own English. He says, Don't you know that you are God's house and that the Spirit of God is living in you? Amen. Paul was asking a question. Don't you know? Don't you know that the Spirit of God is living where? In you. He is dwelling in you. Hallelujah. He says, don't you know? Hallelujah. Ha! That means you need to know. You need to know that the Spirit is what? Living where? In you. Hallelujah. So what happens? I carry him everywhere I go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Everywhere I am, he is. Hallelujah. His spirit in me. Hallelujah. Let's open our feet and begin to pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I am blessed. His 